know, when, um, maybe this is just the way that I hear it. I don't know, maybe I just hear things like this. But a lot of times, um, you can find yourself And, 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 and sometimes it's real when you're, when, when you're in different situations and it's a real thing. But sometimes it's like declaring the promises of God are like, you know, um, it's like it's the last resort almost like it's out of desperation. And he's a friend. He didn't call you friend because you did it all right. He called you friend because you're a friend. And so we got to act like a friend. Right? We got to act like we're friends of Jesus. I mean, the more my friendship with him has been developed, nobody has been a friend to me like he's a friend. I mean, nobody. And, and I mean, I can test up, I mean, nobody. And so, I don't, I'm not looking for friends to compete with my friendship with Jesus. You understand? I mean, he's a friend like no other friend. And just a couple, like, some, I'm thinking about this during this song as we're singing this song. We were singing it the other day, and I was thinking about it then also. But you can, um, so, so you, can, you can declare this verse of Scripture like this. The greater one lives in me. I can do all things because the greater one lives in me. I, I can do everything. Or, I, I can be speaking of that scripture in such a way that <sighs> the greater one's in me. I think. I mean, it's kind, that's the way it kind of is. And there's times when you've been through something difficult or you're, di- or you're in something difficult and the word just has to come out of you if it sounds like that or not. You understand? But man, there comes a time when, man, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm living this life, I'm experiencing this, I'm going to walk in it day to day, and this is, re- he's my friend, he called me his friend, I'm his friend, and I'm doing this. And we're doing it, and we're living in it every day as though it's already done, but, but with an attitude that says it's already done, not with this poor me kind of thing and I'm reaching for something. No, I, I'm, my, my attitude has to be as though something's done even though it's not done. Because this year is a year of seeing some things manifested and completed in people's lives like we've never seen. Ever. Amen? Ever. Hmm. We're not down and outers. We're not. We're on top. We're not underneath. We're blessed coming in and going out. I mean, everything that we set our hand to is prospering 
because of God. Everything. Everything in our life is. And there, there really has to be some kind of little swagger and some attitude that has to be developed, you know, in humility, but a humble attitude with a little bit of fire and some expectation, and this is really going to happen, you know, and, and things are really happening in my life. It has to be that way. It can't be this kind of poor me deal. Anyway, that's what I got out of that song. So tonight we're talking about, we're going we're gonna to end after tonight in, in our series that we've done, I think since September, yeah. on the spirit of truth. It was September, right? Yeah. Spirit of truth. And uh, tonight we're going to end with just again talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We did early on, I think in, Oct- in the first part of October, and uh, we talked about it, and then we prayed for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit or people that have been baptized in the Holy Spirit and with the evidence of praying in other tongues that have a hunger for more of that. You know, I, I've, been, I've been prayed for four times in my, in my born-again life of over 40 years, and, and not just the times I've been prayed for by someone else, I've had increase of my prayer language many different times. And you have to have that expectancy. God wants you to expect that prayer language to continue and to get better and stronger all the time. Um, because, Because we have to be confident that no matter what is out there, He's greater because we have the greater one, but the greater one is in us in the form of the Holy Spirit, and it doesn't just have to be in there and us just kind of hope he's going to do something. We can activate his presence and power on a day-to-day basis. Amen. And that's what we're talking about tonight. We're going to blow through some scriptures just for a few minutes. And, uh, and I'm just going to expound as I go through these. And John 14 has been our, one of our foundational passages and. Um, But tonight as I read these, I'm going to make some different points. I I want to read um, verse 15, 16 and 17 in John 14. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you but he will be in you and on this side of the cross he is everybody say he is he's in me right right how many can testify tonight that he's in you he's not just around you he's not just on you and he's around you and he's on you and we're going to look at the scripture that talks about that but tonight he's in us amen i'm telling you he's in you mark chapter 16 And verse 15, and he said to them, Jesus telling his disciples, this is Mark's uh, interpretation of the the great commission, if you you will, uh, kind of the last things that Jesus said on, on the earth. This is Mark's interpretation of those. And he said to them, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe 
will, not, will, uh, will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. Okay? So those who believe, they believe internally, like John 14 said. He said, and he will, and it, in John 14 that we read a little while ago, he said, he dwells with you and will be in you internally. If you're born again, he's in you internally, right? And he said, so if you, if you believe and you're born again, he said, these signs will follow. In my name, you'll cast out demons, you'll speak with new tongues, you'll take up serpents. If you drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt you. You'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That's part of the great commission of the Lord Jesus Christ that he left us to go do. That's what he did, right? So speaking with new tongues is part of the great commission. It's part of what he left us to accomplish on the earth. Not just to be born again, but to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. We're just gonna, I'm just reading the scriptures to reinforce this. In Luke 24 and 49, Jesus made this last one of his last statements behold i send the promise of my father upon you everybody say upon back in john he said within say upon so there's the power of god the spirit of god upon us and there's the spirit of god within us and in luke 24 49 he's saying behold i send the promise of my father upon you but tarry in the city of jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high power from on high in john 20 another some of the last statements that jesus made when he said this he showed them his hands and his side this is after his resurrection then the disciples were glad when they saw the lord so jesus said to them again peace to you as the father has sent me i also send you and when he has said this when he had said this he breathed on them and said to them receive the holy spirit everybody say he breathed on them something on them something that came upon them what what we have as the beginning of the great commission is accepting jesus believing in him and having him internally but there's something also that happens on our lives that makes a difference in what we do day to day that that anointing is on our lives, amen? And it makes a difference. We don't have to go through our life trying to accomplish things in the natural, in our own abilities. There's something on us that makes, us, makes things in the natural become supernatural. Not natural, but supernatural. I don't want to just deal in life supernaturally. I've been thinking about this, what I'm telling you right here and where I'm going with this, and I've been thinking about it in the form of, of, uh, of viewing things day to day. So I've been keeping a journal of natural things that become supernatural as a result of me being aware that I'm going to pray in the Spirit before I make a decision to do something or even things that I say to other people. So I've been keeping a journal of how I'm seeing in, in a moment something go from just what would be a natural setting or situation turn into a supernatural situation because I got something from God. Okay, for, for instance, I, I was out of town today and I was ha having lunch with a, with a guy and and, and sharing some things. He had, he had a lot of questions about the kingdom of God. 
and he was, he was asking me things about the kingdom. And, and I met with him on purpose, but when I drove to where I had lunch with this guy, I prayed in the Spirit, and God showed me what this was going to be like, what this conversation was going to be like. When I say it goes from natural to supernatural, I didn't say it was going from the natural to the spectacular. You know, everybody thinks that the supernatural is spectacular, but when... And, 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 a, and a lunch that I thought was going to probably last about two hours or two and a half hours, it lasted 58 minutes. And he, he was ready to go because he got something from that meeting that he needed. So that wasn't a natural lunch where we just ate our salads and left. I ate a salad. Where we ate salads and left, Right? It, it was a meeting where because I prayed in the Holy Ghost, I got there and I delivered the super on the natural lunch and it became a supernatural lunch. And I promise you, he's talking about, and I'm not talking about something that's, oh my gosh, this, you know, I'm just talking about what we're talking about tonight or things like this, things that we teach around here all the time. But so many people that they just don't have it. It's like they're, they're not getting how to tap into the things that we need in this life that God, he didn't leave us here helpless and without. He left us here with the helper. And the helper helped me today. And, and, I'm, and, and so I just kind of made a, another note of another situation that I was in that was in the natural and gone to the supernatural. And it's life-changing. That's how we change the world one person at a time, by just being led by the Spirit. That's why we need this, right? So there's something on you that causes situations in your life to go from natural stuff that you're dealing with to supernatural things. So he breathed on them, and he said, receive the Holy Spirit. And that John 20 and John well, there's another John, there's another 2020. There we go. I didn't do that on purpose. But wow, that's supernatural. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that was a supernatural scripture. Um, and he breathed on them. So, Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. <clears throat> when the day of Pentecost had fully come, and, I, and I'm... I'm tonight talking to people in this house this night. We're pretty much family, and so I'm talking to people that have somewhat of an idea, but you don't know this like you need to know it, and I'm stirring you up in remembrance of how important it is and why it's so important to have the Spirit of God alive and well in our lives and be confident in our ability to pray in other tongues to get answers for what we need and what we face and what we deal with. And it's not always just about me. Like the deal today, that wasn't about me. I was praying in the Holy Ghost, and the Lord said, you, 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 you need to, you, I want, uh, in, in essence, God was saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get your conversation to a place that I want it, because this, this person I've, I've kind of worked on for a while, for a number of years. And, and he said, I want to I get this conversation 
to a place where you can speak some things that he can receive. You, you, realize, you realize you may know things spiritually in a certain way, and if you're trying to deliver that information to people that are on a lower level, they're not going to get it. It's going right over their heads. And actually, it's going to come off in such a way a lot of times that it's in this Christian ease that they just reject. They don't even want it. And we have to be real sensitive to that, right? So, so tonight, as you're, go, you're hearing these things, just, just listen for the things that God wants you to grab a hold of, okay? I'm reading a lot of Scripture because I'm backing up the point I'm making tonight with Scripture, okay? So not every, all of it is exactly for you, but there's things for you tonight, and God wants you to get a hold of it. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly... There came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat, one sat, everybody say sat, sat, right? So if, if I'm going to sit on Corey, I'm, I'm on him, right? And this is what happened. The Holy Ghost sat like that. I mean, you get the picture, right? <laughs> you got the picture. It sat on them, right? So it's upon them, not the internal part. It's the what sat on them. And this empowerment that got on them changed the whole world. Just, just bow your head for a moment. Just lift a hand or something. Don't, I mean, just don't look around. Just, just thank God right now. Father, I thank you tonight for your spirit that is in us and on us. I thank you for the Holy Ghost that is in us and on us. It's multifaceted, has different types of operation your spirit does, and I thank you for all of it working in our lives. But Lord, your spirit is not just in us, but your spirit is on us. Same way it fell on them on the day of Pentecost, it is on us tonight, and we receive it in the name of Jesus. And it sat on each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. It sat on them, it got on them, they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and as a result of that, they begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. In verse 12 of the same chapter, so they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean? Others mocking said they're, they're full of wine, they're drunk. Peter standing up with with the eleven raised his voice and he said to the men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem let this be known to you and heed my words for these are not drunk as you suppose since it is only the third hour of the day but this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel and it shall come to pass in the last days says God that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh everybody say pour, pour. on so it's on, right? It's on us. It's been poured out on us. There's, there's a reason why this is important, that it's been poured out 
on us. It's not just in us, but it's on us. And, and when something is on you, um, like the clothes you have right now, they're, they're on you. And, the, and they're on you on purpose. You put them on, right? God gave us the Holy Spirit, and when you received the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit came in you, but He, he came on you through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, and what He came on you for was to empower you to accomplish things in the natural that you can't accomplish in your own mind, in your own strength, in your own abilities, right? And there's some things you think you can accomplish, but you're not as good as he is. And that's why he's on you to empower you to make a difference in everything that you do. This goes back to what we had before Adam and Eve messed it all up, right? Genesis 2-7. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground... Now, see, he had already created them spiritually. And it says, the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground, and he breathed into, into the man's nostrils, into Adam's nostrils, the breath of life, and man became a living being. There's something that has to happen, too, in your life where you realize that the life of God is what controls the life of your flesh and 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 you know like I was talking about earlier I mean how how many of you I'm not asking the question because I don't want a hand but but I want you to think about this how many days in the last five years of your life I'm just Picking something out of a hat. How many days in the last five years of your life have you woken up and you didn't want to get up? And it wasn't just because you're tired from the day before. You're even struggling in your mind about even wanting to get up and do anything. Just, just for a moment, think about that where you woke up and you feel overwhelmed and you feel like you don't even want to get up and do anything. I'm not asking for a response in it. I just I want you to think about it for a minute. If I wake up and I have negative thoughts, maybe had bad dreams sometimes they try to suck the life out of you bad dreams do if you if you if those things happen to you but the moment i wake up every single morning the word of god is coming out of me okay and and the holy spirit that has been given to me that's on me his job is to reveal the truth to me it's not enough for me to just speak the word But in that moment, I need revelation coming to me that what that word is saying out of my mouth is more real than how I feel. Because those kind of things are real. They're just real. We live in a world that is constantly after your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, trying to convince you of things that go contrary to what God wants. If we didn't have all of that resistance, when you are in 
when you're face to face with God, when, when we're in heaven, each one of us are in heaven, that's our destiny. If you're born again, that's your destiny. That's where you're headed to. And when you're there, there's no resistance. There won't be days where you feel like that. There won't be thoughts. There won't be issues and things that you're struggling with within your soul like that. There's, the, the, because there's no resistance to your faith. You'll be developing a faith and a trust and a confidence in God always. Because God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. There just won't be resistance to it. And because of the resistance, we need something more than just what's in us. We need to know that there's something on us. And that thing that is on us is revealing to us daily that what I'm saying is more real. When I was praying in the Spirit, I'm just using my example of my friend today, just, you know, just one example. But when I, when I was praying in the Spirit, when I was driving there, I, I was have a lot of scripture and you you may not memorize scripture if you don't whatever it doesn't matter i'm not saying that's what you have to do i've memorized a lot of scripture because i like to drive and speak the word so i have a lot of scripture that i have memorized that i'm speaking and so as i was driving i was speaking the word and as i was speaking the word it would get interrupted with me praying in other tongues we'll say it again as i was driving i'm driving paying attention but I'm speaking the word, not looking at something else. I'm speaking the word that I have memorized. And as I'm speaking it, that speaking gets interrupted with me desiring to pray in other tongues. See, the, the Spirit doesn't interrupt and make me pray in tongues. I have to choose to do that. So as I'm praying in other tongues, the things I'd been speaking then greater revelation is coming back to me, and from that revelation of what I was speaking, that's where I got things that he gave me about my conversation. And if you'd have sat in, if you were sitting at the table when I was with the guy today, it didn't necessarily sound like some deep spiritual conversation. God showed me how to tap that guy's life and I can't do that in the natural. I'll screw it up. But with the help of the Holy Ghost and His Word and the truth being revealed to me, it gives me things so that now I'm not just doing things in the natural. I'm doing things supernatural. I'm doing it the way He wants it done with that person. Whew, it's vital. My goodness. Amen? Amen? So it's something we've got to hear and believe and see that. Even tonight, if you come up here and I lay hands on you, and pray for you to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The evidence is you praying in other tongues, and you will. Uh, or if you've, if you've already received that and you desire more of that, then we'll pray over you the same way, just like they did here. So I'm giving you three accounts of people that were born again, that, ha that had hands laid on them to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and the evidence was praying in other tongues. First one found in Acts chapter 8 and verse 12. But when they, when they believed Philip as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized, so they were born again. Then Simon himself also believed, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed seeing the miracles and signs which were done. Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Well, see, they had already been born again. They had already received the, they had already received the Spirit of God in the second birth, right? 
but then they were going for, to, for them to receive the, uh, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. For as yet, he had, he had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then he laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that, the, that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also. Well, that he would have the power to lay hands on people to receive the Holy Spirit. Well, you and I have that power. Amen? And, and how, what did Simon see when he laid hands? He saw the evidence of it of them praying in other tongues. You say, well, it doesn't actually say that. Yeah, but it says it in these next two passages. In Acts chapter 10 and verse 44, and this is, I'm not going to go, just going to read a few of these ver four verses here, but this is about, um, the con uh, about the conversion of Cornelius and his whole household. And in verse 44 it says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished as many as came with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Amen? They spoke with tongues and magnified God after the Holy Spirit came upon them. Everybody say, upon them. Then in Acts chapter 19 and verse 1, and it happened while Apollos was at Corinth, that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus, and finding some disciples, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to them, We have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, Into what then were you baptized? So they said, Into John's baptism. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, their saved people. And when Paul, after they had been born again, and when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues, and they prophesied. Now the men were about 12 in all. So we see where people were born again, and then, born again is the internal uh, transformation that is made. In other words, your human spirit becomes one with the Holy Spirit, and now your human spirit is activated through the second birth. Right? Through the second birth. Then, after that, hands are laid on you, and you receive the Holy Spirit upon you that stirs up the awareness of the Holy Spirit inside of you. Not two Holy Spirits, just two different operations of the Spirit. One is for second birth. The other is empowerment to do in the earth what God created us to do. Amen. Man, I'm telling you tonight, you can't put it in any more simple form. That's what we were made to... That, that's how we were made to operate and, and those tools we were made to receive. We were, we were created to receive the internal spirit, our human spirit being born again. When you were conceived in your mother's womb, you're, you had, you, in, in that whole makeup of, your, of who you were, you were a whole person at the moment of conception. I don't care what the rest of the people say. At the moment you were conceived, you were a whole person. And you had a human spirit that was not inflated or ignited because that can't happen until you're born again. 
didn't happen when uh, you were uh, when a child was de- if a baby's dedicated when we dedicate babies it doesn't happen on that day but it happens the day when a child however old it is comes to this awareness that they can acknowledge that Jesus Christ is their Savior. And when that happens, all of a sudden, it ignites your human spirit. And, and, and your human spirit and the Holy Spirit become one. But on the day that you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God now comes upon you, and now from inside of you, you're hearing how you're empowered, and, and confidence needs to be developed, and, and, and confidence needs to come on you to where you really believe that you've got something on you that makes a difference in the natural realm. Makes all natural things you do supernatural. So Jesus said in John 4, Jesus answered and he said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never thirst. But the water, and what is the water? The water is his word. The Bible is clear that when he talks about water, he's talking about the Word. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water doing what? Springing up into everlasting life. How does, that, how does the Word of God turn into this, to this spring coming out of you, producing everlasting life wherever you go? How, how does that happen? It's the Spirit of God that's upon us. Spirit of God inside of us, Spirit of God upon us that is empowering us to make a difference. I don't know about you, but that excites me. And as a result of it, um, I, I've just started doing this, and I'll tell you this, and then, and then if anybody desires to have hands laid on them to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit for the first time, or maybe you've been prayed for before and you're not praying with other tongues, tonight's your night, or you want to see an increase, uh, a stirring up and an increase of, of your prayer language in your life. And, and I, I'm telling you, I thank God for that all the time. I thank God for it all the time. And, and what I've noticed is, is if I take the time to pray in other tongues, if I take the time to do it, then it stirs up in me more of a tongue that that is there actually that I feel like is available but if I won't spend the time praying in in other tongues and and I and I don't take it serious then why would more increase it won't but the more you pray in other tongues and you're thanking God for more of an increase because what it is to me is yeah when you're prayed for initially to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you're filled up with him, he, he comes on you and he fills you up, but it's a constant infilling, there's a constant filling up, you give out, you get filled up, you give out, you get filled up, how do you do that? Building yourself up in your most holy faith as you pray in the Holy Ghost, that's where it comes from, I'm telling you, this stuff is really simple, but nothing is easy because it takes dedication to follow through with it. And that's what we have to do. Can you say amen to that?